as far north as Marauder's Arch, as far south as Booty Isle, as far east as Ruby's Fall, and as far west as Mermaid's Hideaway, Pirate Talk Radio proudly presents the most in-your-face Sea of Thieves podcast on the waves, and now broadcasting from his mother's basement, the biggest idiot to ever pick up a cutlass, your host, Davram! Welcome back, guys, to Pirate Talk Radio. This is episode 109. And thank you very much for spending a little bit of your time listening today. We've got a lot to cover, uh, a lot of things going on in, in Sea of Thieves as we uh, start to wrap up uh, season nine uh, and get ready for the Xbox showcase, where I think. We're going to get a pretty big announcement. I don't have any inside knowledge, no clue, but I think we're going to get a big announcement from Rare and Sea of Thieves uh, for Season 10. It fits well with their history as far as their updates, um, anniversary updates, uh, what was the, uh, the Pirate's Life updates, things like that. It fits very closely uh, into their schedule of big releases. So I definitely anticipate um, we get a big announcement at the Xbox Showcase uh, here in June. So uh, what do we have on the docket today? So a lot of things have been going on. Um, Obviously, at the time of you listening, if you listen uh, right when this releases on the 28th of May, uh, we're well into Twitch drops. So there are a couple uh, items uh, going on right now Uh, for Twitch drops. You need to watch a partnered streamer for a total of four hours, making sure you clean your rewards between each hour. Um, If you're listening to this after the 28th, well, you probably missed it. And I apologize for that. Uh, We talked about it on the last episode. So make sure you're listening every week because I tell you these things and you won't miss out if you listen to me. Uh, We've got uh, the promised topic that I'm sure many of you I've gotten messages, emails about. Y'all want me to talk about captaincy rebalancing. So I'm going to talk about captaincy rebalancing. We're going to talk about it. And then finally, um, today we have a letter to Rare. Um, I'm not sure who the original um, person who uh, actually composed this letter is. Uh, The tweet that has been retweeted quite a bit with the letter enclosed. It's actually been viewed 230,000 times. Uh, It has been retweeted uh, over 300 times. Almost a thousand likes. Uh, it was posted on May twenty first by Nimsy EU on Twitter. Uh, so I don't know if Nimsy is um, um, the originator of that or not, um, but it, it, I, I'm not quite sure. But it's been tweeted a lot. Um, and a, a lot of folks have been talking about it again, this in light of the changes to um, removing the ability to board uh, Stretch Armstrong uh, style to cannons, harpoons, and the map table. So a lot to talk about today. Um, some of it might get a little spicy, you know what I mean? And other things um, we'll just go over um, and give you the news. So first off, let's get to the thank yous. I want to send out a thank you to uh, some really nice YouTube comments um, that we got on the last episode. So if I pronounce your name wrong, I apologize. But thank you, jcals7366, Foreign Spork, like that name, 6309, Hell Falcon 666 
and Connie3051. Thank you for your very, very nice comments that you had on the YouTube Please do remember, if you're not already subscribed, please do hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Please like, drop me a comment on YouTube. I do check those out um, every single week. And I want to thank everyone we have gotten over the hump. We are at 104 subscribers on the YouTube. I appreciate everyone very, very much for that. Next goal, 1,000, because that's the next goal in, in YouTube's thing. But um, my, my hope is, and again... I have a lot of hopes with content, but it really comes down to time. I do hope to upload um, things to the Pirate Talk Radio YouTube um, that are Sea of Thieves plays and stuff like that, that, that I do shorts and things like that. Um, I'm hoping to upload some more videos to that. I, I make zero promises on consistency. All that you're going to get on consistency is Pirate Talk Radio each and every week. But hopefully there's going to be some more content on there for Sea of Thieves as far as me playing the game and things like that. So uh, keep yourself tuned to that. Um, and uh, like I said, if you haven't done so already, please go over to the YouTube and hit subscribe. Also, uh, no five-star reviews popping up on Chartable this week. Again, Chartable is delayed for anyone outside of the United States. So if you did drop a five-star review, um, it will populate in there um, whenever Chartable grabs that from your particular region. But remember, you can earn a shout-out on this podcast if you leave a five-star review. So please go um, and drop a five-star review and leave me a comment. I mean, you can drop any star review for all I care. I, it doesn't matter. Um, but you do get a shout out if you leave a five star review um, on uh, whatever podcasting app you listen to this show on. And then, of course, we have to thank our notorious, our glorious legends the patrons. So thank you very much for continuing your financial support of pirate talk radio, keeping the lights on, keeping me going. I appreciate you guys very much. So melt six, six, six. You got a lot of S's in the beginning of your name that time lane and Regis Stella. Thank you very much for your continued support as patrons and sponsors of our wonderful podcast here. All right, let's get into it. Captaincy rebalancing. Now, this was a uh, a post, I guess, on the website. Uh, this is from Shelly Preston, one of the lead designers. Uh, this was posted at the beginning of May. Um, and I know po folks have been wanting to, for me to talk about uh, the, the changes to Captains of Adventure or Captaincy uh, since that has been posted. Don't worry, we're going to talk about it now. But uh, Shelly Preston puts out a nice little readout of this, and I will have a link in the show notes. It is seaofthieves.com slash news slash captaincy dash rebalance. If you don't remember what I just said, it will be in the show notes, and you can go check out the entire article from Shelly. It's a really nice write-up. Uh, gives a lot of great details um, in there about what they're changing in captaincy. Uh, so if you're interested in some more information on this, please do check out uh, uh, her article on seaofthieves.com. So in no particular order, I kind of copy and pasted um, some of the notes in this. I'm not going to read through the whole thing. Um, many of you, I'm assuming all of you can read. So uh, I'm only going to talk about the the highlights that I wanted to uh, speak on uh, and, and not, you know, dumb you down by reading to you because I'm not your parent and I'm not reading you a bedtime story. So here we go. Saving your ship cosmetics. 
The cost for saving cosmetics to your ship will now be free. So let's talk a little bit about this for a moment. Sea of Thieves has been plagued, and I'm sure this particular bug has has given um, the devs more nightmares than the players, right? We we spend our gold on customizing the ship, on making the ship, you know, our ship, what we want that ship to look like, no matter how ugly you want it or how beautiful and pristine you want it. It's your ship. You've purchased it. You're designing the cosmetics for it. It's your ship. You've paid for that customization through your hard-earned gold. The problem is... Time and time again, as patches release and things go on, our ship cosmetics are just, for some players, randomly deleted. I know this has affected many of my friends. It hasn't affected me, um, but I'm usually sailing on other folks' ships, not necessarily mine. So it's never really happened to me too much, but I know this is a plague that a, a, a lot of a lot of players have uh, experienced, and more so to a point where they just didn't re-equip their cosmetics because... They didn't want to spend their gold um, due to a bug. Now, I know a lot of people on, on Twitter and Reddit and social media are saying, well, Rare, where's my refund for all the gold I've spent um, on this system over the time? And here's the deal. Gold is pixels, and it's a infinite resource. I don't necessarily see uh, the need for Rare to refund you that type of, of currency. You can get more. It's fine. I know... You've spent your time to do that. Look, I understand. I get it. I get it. And if they would have thrown some gold at folks or everyone as a, hey, you know, when we rebalance this, we're going to give everyone 25,000 gold or 50,000 gold um, to, to reimburse whatever it, it had to. It was going to have to be a blanket thing because there's no way they're going to go account by account. Look how much gold you have spent on cosmetics and refund that or or whatever. It would be a blanket amount and it probably would be way too much for some players and it would be not enough for other players. So gold is an infinite resource. You can go out and make some more. I don't see an issue with them not refunding. However, the issue I have with this particular change, though I welcome the fact that you no longer have to pay for uh, doing ship cosmetics, the issue I have with this is it's a cop-out. Rare has done this on many occasions where instead of fixing the issue head head on, they just figure out a way to weasel themselves out of having to fix it. Now, that's not to say they haven't fixed it. It wasn't stated in here. Um, That's not to say they're not going to fix it. That wasn't stated in here. So I can't go off of what they don't tell me, right? Um, I I know in the past I've gotten beat up for using Steam Analytics uh, to judge the player base of Sea of Thieves. Here's the thing. If Rare doesn't tell me information, I don't have that information to put out there. So I have to go off of the information they provide. And the information they provided in here is ship cosmetics for uh, for saving on your ship will now be free. So it doesn't say we're fixing cosmetics being deleted. It just says 
you don't have to pay for putting them on your ship anymore, which means they don't have to fix that bug anymore because players are no longer going to get angry at them because, well, they still get angry at them, but not as much anymore because they're not spending their hard-earned gold in order to customize their ship, right? All that they're doing is having to go to the thing just like they the old school way uh, before captain ships where you just go in and you go bang, 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 here's my ship done. There's still no loadout, so you still have to go bang. It basically takes captaincy and reverts it back to the old the old system of logging on and customizing your ship every single time again captaincy ships are supposed to save but if this bug continues which we don't see anything in here as far as them resolving it rare could just say it's free why why are you complaining your cosmetics aren't saving when we made it free like get off our backs. Right. So to me, this is a cop out rare has done this many times in this game where instead of fixing the root cause of the issue, they just kind of go around the issue, change something up. We saw that a lot uh, when it came to like server stability for many years and they would, you know, you would lose progress just about every single month before the next patch came out and they would give you that, uh, that, that freaking voyage of, of, you know, copium to try to make players feel better about losing out on, on their ledgers and, and, and gold and stuff like that. They they've done this for a long time where instead of facing the issue, where instead of planning for the issue, where instead of fixing the issue permanently, they just find a way around it. I don't think this is good development. I don't think this is good. It, it's definitely service to the players because Rare's basically saying, look, we give up on this nightmare of a bug. We may readdress it later. We may come back to it later. But at this time, what we're trying to do is making sure that you can use this system and you're not going to lose your gold just because we suck at our jobs. That is basically what this says to me is we suck at our jobs. But we don't want you to complain anymore about it, so we're going to make this free so at least less people will complain about it. That's basically what it says. And I really think what they need to stop doing is exactly this. They need to identify the issues that are causing heartburn with the players, drill down into those issues, find exactly what they need to do to fix them, fix them, and keep them fixed permanently. I, I, I know Rare and Sea of Thieves has only been out for five years, but in general, compared to other live service games, Rare has a horrible time getting bugs, exploits, and issues fixed permanently or at least long term in a quick manner. Things draw out for a very long time. And we're going to talk about some of those things in a little bit when we get to the letter uh, to Rare. But they really need to stop this whole voyage of restitution, this let's make this thing free because then we don't have to focus on this. Just stop it. Get with the program, identify the issues, fix them, and make sure they're fixed long term so the next time that you 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 go in and develop, you know, you don't accidentally knock the meatball off the, the plate of your spaghetti coat. Okay, let's make sure we have a nice, solid code that works and isn't broken the next time we update it. Okay, is it really that hard? It probably is. It seems to be that hard. I don't know, but seriously rare. Let's go again. I'm not mad that these are now free, but it's just shows me laziness in their development. Uh, milestone balancing adjustments. 
a large number of pirate and ship milestones will be rebalanced to make gaining class easier. This means that reaching legendary status in a milestone alignment will also be significantly easier, as it will be easier to earn a total of 50 classes from any of the milestones within an alignment. Right. The alignments like ill-fated uh, Voyager, right? Milestones within them. Any milestone progress you have already earned will automatically be converted so you can continue to earn progress um, on, and any relevant milestone class will go up when these changes are applied. So, you know, uh, the whole retroactive thing on captaincy that I bitched about for a long time, you know, Oh, by the way, we're now making it easier, but we're retroactively making sure that what you've earned now reflects the new system. So we can do things retroactively. We're just choosing to only do certain things retroactively. Let's talk about this. Okay. This, what we see here is a very, very, very common thing um, that we see in, um, in, in live service games, all right? I call it the legacy effect, making content legacy, right? Making it easier because it's old and people who might not have experienced that, you, you want them to be able to experience it, but rush through it so they can do the new stuff. Captaincy is not that old. Captaincy is not that old. It was season, what, seven? And we're on season nine, two seasons later, and it's already getting the legacy effect, right? Now, I've heard some uh, content creators, some shows talk about, well, it's because it's too hard. It's because uh, many players aren't getting to where they want to be, uh, you know, and, and Shelly mentioned it. They feel like people are not getting to the point that they should be uh, based on their original design of captaincy. So what you're saying is you poorly designed it, which we all knew, you know, anyone who has half a brain cell, you know, I barely have half a brain cell, but anyone who has achieved half a brain cell can understand that captaincy was a wreck from the very beginning for many, many reasons. Now we're already making it easier. Two seasons later, we're already making it what live service games would be considered legacy content, right? You play world of Warcraft, you play destiny, whatever it is. If you're looking at something that was two seasons ago, a lot of times it's much easier to get through that stuff than the stuff. Now, why get through that stuff, get to the new stuff. Cause we want you to play the new stuff, but that is not how captaincy was originally proposed to us. Captaincy was originally designed to be a lifelong grind. This was supposed to track everything your pirate did. It was supposed to tell the story of your pirate and your pirate ship from season seven, because, you know, we only retroactively do something. So it's not the complete story of your pirate. It's not even close to the complete story of your pirate, but by God, it's a story. It's just bad. So this change makes no sense to me. Why are you making something easier now when it's meant to be a lifelong grind? Sure. There are players out there who've had a lot of time and have ground the shit out of captaincy. I'm not one of them. I have some really high alignments and some really high milestones. Um, aside from the, the easy ones like miles sailed and things like that. But it's, it's about the adventure and the story 
over time. We don't need to make this easy. Absolutely not. We don't need to reduce this and make it easy. It's meant for the long haul. It's meant captaincy was designed to start at season seven and tell the story of your pirate through the rest of time, through all the way to the end of the game, whenever, if ever that happens. So why make it easy? Why? It makes zero sense just because there's a, probably a large group of players that aren't hitting certain milestones. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Why make the content easy? Why reduce how long it takes you to get through this when this is meant to be a feature that tracks all the way till the end of the game? Now, new stuff is going to be added, and it's stuff that is obviously things that you're just doing when you're playing it. It's nothing you really have to go out of your way to do. Um, it's just tracking the things that you're doing. So it makes zero sense that we're making it easier only two, season, two seasons after when this is meant to last the lifetime of the game. Now, I'm sure there's many players out there and probably players who are listening to this that are cheering about this because they want to be able to get their milestone up and they don't have a lot of playtime. I understand this. This to you is probably the greatest thing since sliced bread, but there are a lot of players out there who have gotten a lot of milestones, who have worked hard in order to unlock those trinkets, who have worked hard in order to unlock additional boats, who have worked hard to get those things. And now all of a sudden, only two seasons later, we're legacy contenting it. It makes zero, zero sense. This is meant to be a game lifelong journey. We don't need to make it easier. Players will eventually get there. And it also really should tell Rare the difference of their playtime, right? It should tell them, hey, these pirates, these pirates are long in the tooth, right? These pirates, if we're looking at a lore sense, these pirates are out on the seas working every single day in hard conditions. These pirates are more pirates that like to spend time on land, in the bar, drinking, enjoying some hookers, whatever they may be doing, and only go out to sea every so often. It's a pirate's life, matey. You've got some on both sides. You didn't have pirates who were out on the seas every single day. Some of them like to get wasted in taverns and pass out with hookers. Others were out there working every single day. It's a great model for captaincy to make players go through this and, and just grind as they can with the playtime that they can. Captaincy should not be something that's discouraging people, right? It's just supposed to be keeping track of what you're already doing. So making this legacy content, making this easier makes zero sense, absolutely zero sense, especially on what captaincy was built originally to do, which was to survive through the life of the game and continue to build the story of your pirate. So I just don't get it. I don't get why they're legacy contenting this and basically making a catch up mechanic for those players who just don't have the time to play, which is absolutely fine. Why? Because unless Sea of Thieves is dying in the next couple months, it's not. There's no reason to have a catch up mechanic. Just let the players unlock the stuff as they get there. There's just, just silly. It's just silly. Uh, next thing that I always thought was interesting is Captain's Week. This is the first we've heard of something like this, and I really like it. 
all of the above adjustments that we talk that are in this article, right? There's more than what I'm talking about, but in this article, all the above adjustments are permanent additions and will be introduced in June with a special Captain's Week event. During this event, you'll be able to earn cosmetic rewards and enjoy a gold might multiplier when playing on Captain ships. Now, I don't understand why it took them this long to do something like this. This highlighting a feature that was a, you know, the cornerstone feature of season seven. I don't understand why it took him this long. I personally think this would have been a great thing to do midway through season seven or at the beginning of season eight to highlight the new captaincy things uh, for season eight or at the beginning of season nine. This captain's week should be like community day. Do it once a season or do it once a quarter, four times a year, whatever the case may be. This should have been a slam dunk. No problem. Gets players into the game just like community day. Gets players playing. Gets players engaging with the captaincy feature. This This should have been a no-brainer since season seven, but it took them basically three seasons in order to be like, oh, huh, this is a cool event, and I hope this isn't a one-and-done thing. I think this is a great thing. Because again, there are players out there that struggle to get things done because of their playtime. Having the ability to have like a community day, which gets a huge amount of people on the waves with the multipliers and things like that, focusing that on captains uh, uh, on captaincy is a great way to highlight the season seven uh, feature, a feature that many people have wanted for a long time since the beginning of this game feature that didn't exactly land that great with the community. A great way to help players knock that out with a gold multiplier and things like that. I think between Community Day, Captain's uh, Captain's Week, and I think they should throw in there, you know, the hourglass uh, uh, hour. Throw in an hourglass hour. Remember we have Golden Glory, uh, like, you know, once a day, twice a day, whatever it is. Throw in an hourglass hour where an hour during each day you get a bonus to your hourglass stuff. That's another thing to drive players. Or you could do hourglass hour for an entire weekend, where for an entire weekend, the hourglass has a multiplier on it. There are so many features in this game that Sea of Thieves could capitalize on to get the player surge like they get on community days and have them more frequently, again, to help keep their player numbers up after a season has already started. We know how seasons go with Sea of Thieves. Everyone logs in, they see the new shininess for a month, and then the next two to three months, it, the seas just kind of start to just start to drip. They've done a better job uh, recently of keeping that engagement up. But things like Captain's Week, uh, uh, Community Week, just something with the hourglass, just throw some of this stuff in um, on the months that are not the release month in order to boost that population back up and really keep players engaged in the game. I think Captain's Week is really great, and I think it's going to coincide with the Season 10 launch. June is right around uh, the corner and should be right around the time when we get the Season 10 announcement, potentially at the Xbox Showcase. I think it's going to be a big season, and I think this is a great way for them to kick off um, the big uh, a big season and getting people re-engaged with the game and re-engaged with a feature that is actually kind of cool. It was just not implemented well. Now, for those players out there who have done well, in captaincy. Don't worry. 
there's a reward for you coming. And for those players out there who might have some work to do, there's a reward out there that you can chase for. The Gilded Sovereign Captain's Table. To honor captains of high standing, we are awarding an exclusive cosmetic, the Gilded Sovereign Captain's Table. To any player who accomplishes certain pirate milestones before, listen, Pirate Milestones completed before Captain's Week in June. So don't wait until June and Captain's Week to get this done because you're too late at that point. You have to have these done before Captain's Week in June. Before. Don't bitch if you don't get your table because of whatever. Listen to Davram. Get them done now because if you wait, you ain't getting it. And then you're sad because you didn't get it. Then you're going to complain like I do about the obsidian banjo and the obsidian capstan. By the way, if anyone has a code out there for the uh, obsidian banjo and the obsidian capstan, hit your buddy up. I could use them. It would make me very happy. Those are the last two pieces I need for my complete set. Make me happy. You will automatically be awarded this exclusive reward if you have earned class 50 in any individual pirate milestone. Pirate milestone. Not ship milestone. There is a difference. Pirate milestone. From the gold seeker, the voyager, the emissary, the hunter, the feared, the guardian, or the servant. So again, those are the gold seeker, the Voyager, the Emissary, the Hunter, the Feared, the Guardian, or the Servant. There are a few left off there. So make sure make sure you review that list and focus accordingly. There are some exceptions, however. And these exceptions are the super easy ones that just you don't really have to put most work into. The following milestones are excluded. Okay, these are excluded from the class 50 that you need to earn your table. So these do not count. So if you go into your gold seeker, voyager, emissary, hunter, feared, guardian, or servant, and you see one of these above class 50, which I'm guessing most people have them, these are excluded. So you need to find one that's not on this list to get above 50 in order to get your gilded sovereign captain's table. The excluded milestones are nautical miles sailed, days at sea, provisions cooked, provisions eaten, and cannons fired. Those are the excluded ones. I'll say them again. Nautical miles sailed, days at sea, provisions cooked, provisions eaten, and cannons fired. Those are excluded from this. Things which are not excluded. Setting foot on an island. Skeletal ships sunk. Those are not excluded. All right. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities uh, for you to get your class 50 in a relatively easy way. Again, keep in mind, this is the pirate milestone, not your ship milestone. So pirate milestones can be earned on a captain ship period. End of story. Um, They don't have to be on your captain ship. 
Um, so I think I think that's kind of cool uh, awarding people, you know, those folks who did um, put work into captaincy um, since season seven and have have, you know, blasted some stuff out. I skipped all of season seven as far as a captain ship. Right. I skipped it. I, I had my issues with captaincy. I wasn't going to partake. I didn't even um, do anything with any of my captain shipped until season eight. Um, and I am. I have hit this on a couple, uh, different pile pirate milestones. Um, uh, I've, I've already checked and I've hit it, um, on several different milestones. Um, and I didn't even do a captain ship myself, captain ship, uh, in season seven. So, and I only play about four to eight hours a week. So, I mean, it's not that much playtime, I would say. Um, and, and if you really focus down on one of the non excluded milestones, you should be able to knock it out, um, pretty quickly, even with a limited playtime. So remember, Knock out those milestones, check the list, make sure you're checking it twice and find out which milestone is naughty and which one is nice. So you can get the gilded sovereign captain's table before captain's week in June. All right, let's move off of captaincy and discuss the letter to rare. I know not everyone who listens is on Twitter. So I'm going, and not everyone who's on Twitter engages slash reads the drama filled stuff. So I want to actually read this letter to you. And again, I don't know who the original writer was. Maybe it was Nimsy. Um, that's where all the retreats and stuff are. So if this is uh, Nimsy EU on Twitter, I'm again, not a hundred percent sure if this was their letter or if it, this was a picture of someone else's letter, no, no idea. So I'm not going to give credit. I just know where I found it and where most of the traffic is coming from. Um, so here we go. A letter to rare dear sea of thieves. The competitive community is run by supported by and created for players who pour their heart and soul into this game as a community. We have overcome many obstacles over the last year to still exist. We don't only still exist, but we have been thriving. We exist and we are here, but we feel ignored. Sea of Thieves is an inclusive game, a sandbox game for players to enjoy. However, the direction of the game is becoming less inclusive and increasingly hurts our community, which is home to many, many long-standing loyal players who love this game. This direction is also hurting players who are pillars, not only in the competitive community, but in the Sea of Thieves community overall, such as Sea of Thieves partners who show off their PBP skills as their main content. We are a competitive community where experienced players come to uh, play as an end game when they've developed their skills on the seas. We support other corners of the overall Sea of Thieves community, and we want to see all aspects of this beautiful game thrive. Our only desire is that we are allowed to thrive. Our goal is to promote skillful, talented players and offer a place for players to develop those skill tests or skill sets too. Many friendships and amazing moments are created in the competitions hosted by our community. This community is growing bigger and bigger, and yet this community is becoming increasingly unseen and unheard. 
Players who have dedicated hours and hours into this game are being pushed further and further away in favor of we have such love for this game and the love is not being returned. If anything, we feel unwelcomed and excluded. We have taken many hits and upcome uh, and overcome many obstacles. Our passion for this game has fueled us to keep moving forward. This passion and loyalty should not be taken advantage of. Please start to hear us. Please start to listen to us. Please recognize we could be an asset, not a problem. Please support us. Sincerely, your loyal and long-existing players. So that's the letter to Sea of Thieves um, from uh, whoever wrote it. I'm, I'm Again, I'm guessing Nimsy, but I don't want to just you know, uh, just pin their name there. Cause I don't know. Let's dive into this. Okay. Let's dive into this. So first off in this letter, I noticed many contradicting, contradicting things. First off, it was, it was written properly, right? It was written very good. It wasn't bashing anything. It was just saying, Hey, we feel like we're not being heard of. Now there are many things in this letter that were mentioned that kind of contradict themselves, such as longstanding players of the game. Get it. A lot of competitive PVP players have been playing this game for a long time, but they're talking about the direction of sea of thieves and feeling that that rare is taking from them, not listening to them. That is contradictory. Okay. From the beginning of time in sea of thieves, I ask any competitive player, to show me where rare has directly got involved and supported a competitive version of their game. Let me give you some examples of competitive versions of the game. This is not inclusive. There are many other groups out there who have done some sort of competition in sea of thieves. These are just some that I came off the top of my head. The race of legends. Not exclusively PvP, but a competitive game uh, mode in adventure. Sea of Vengeance, a PvP-focused um, uh, PvP-focused competition, and we had an interview with the folks of Sea of Vengeance um, many episodes ago. Uh, they mentioned content creators showing off their PvP prowess. LD Silver does many different content creator and community PVP events as a partner. So competitive PVP is there not hurting content creators and see if these partners, because he is actually creating events for people to do their competitive PVP ness. The Notorious Arena League, which I participated in uh, for a couple seasons, um, with I have a lot of friends that played in that. Uh, it is obviously gone and dead, and we did our honoring of them um, um, episode a while back, a long while back when the arena closed. Um, but first off, there is a lot of co competitive PvP in this game. It's all community-based, though. Not a single time that I know of, and I, I might not know of them all, but to my knowledge, the studio rare and sea of thieves developers slash executives have never once backed officially 
a competitive PvP system in this game. Yes, Rare does host competitive events. They're usually themed. They're usually an adventure, and they're not just focused on PvP. They're supposed to be goofy, and they're supposed to be fun, um, and they're not competitive PvP tournaments. Rare put in the arena. That was the perfect time for Rare to get into esports and Rare to back uh, an official competitive system in Sea of Thieves. They didn't. The NAL had their own sales. Um, They had their own sales. That is as close to backing as has happened. You know, Race of Legends has just the Alliance sales. And there's been, I think, another set of sales, and I can't think of the name of 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 what that was. Um, the other group who had sales, oh, I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, let me let me see here. Sloop, it's Deluxe. Sloop Deluxe has them. Ah. Oh. Crap. I don't remember his name. He's in Sloop Deluxe. They've run they've won Sea of Vengeance. But I don't remember the guy's name. Is it him? No. Maybe. I don't remember. There's another set of sales out there as 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 well. Um but they had the opportunity with um, with Arena in order to put a stamp on the competitive system in, in PvP and back a group to do officially uh, licensed Sea of Thieves and rare competition PvP. They didn't do that. They didn't. They gave, you know, things out like sales for awards and six packs and things like that to give away on streams and stuff. So they did some prize support, but they never put in place a system like the Counter-Strike League, the Overwatch League or the Counter-Strike or or the League of Legends um systems for NA and and EU and and uh and and Pacific. They haven't done that. So the thought that Rare is is stifling competitive PvP players, here's the thing, folks. Rare has never backed competitive PvP players. They have never stood behind and said competitive PvP is a pillar of our game. They have allowed community members to be creative and create these competitive PvP tournaments and things like that, but they have never officially backed competitive PvP in their game. And the closest thing they had to competitive PvP was the arena in which they shut down. Even these groups like Race of Legends and LD, even those groups who have the private servers, they don't have access to the tools to turn off the storms and world events and and make adjustments to the world in order to have a truly fair and functional PVP mode. There's no spectator mode, right? They have to dedicate one entire boat for judges rules. Uh, maybe another boat for camera folks, right? Race of legends has several ca- uh, camera boats because they race two people at a time, right? Two boats at a time. So it's like 
Sea of Thieves has has never instituted systems in order for a competitive PvP system like organization to exist. It's always been community driven. And if you look at the writing on the wall across all of of the game's history, Rare has always tried to even the playing field as much as they can from the high up people to the new starting uh, players. There's obviously a learning curve, but they have done their best in every system possible to try to bring that curve down. So in order to put ceilings up there and, 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 you know, the floor is pretty, you know, the, the floor is pretty low when new players come in because they don't know what to do, but they've tried to keep a pretty tough ceiling on there where there are certain things that you can get better at aiming, shooting, double gunning, sword, uh, cannons, the throwables, things like that. There are certain skills that you can get better at, but there is a ceiling and rare has tried to keep that ceiling relatively tight as much as possible because read the writing that's on the wall. They do not support competitive PVP. They don't condone it. They're not going to turn down community folks for using their tools and creating their own rules to have competitive PVP, but they're not going to back it. They're not going to put, you know, their production staff on it. They're not going to roll out private servers with spectating cameras and have a competitive PVP system in there where they can stream it on there. They would have done it already. They would have set that up with the arena and they didn't. And then when I look at some of these things, um, our goal is to promote skillful, talented players and offer a space for the players to develop those skill sets. I know exactly what that is referring to, and that is referring to exploits or bugs, which Rare has neglected to fix over a long period of time. Let me give you some examples. Sword Lunge. Sword Lunge was a bug. It was not supposed to do that. And it was in the game for a while and people did some cool stuff with it. And guess what? Now it's a feature. It was a bug that a rare accepted in as a feature because they thought the system was fun and cool, but it was not meant to be used as a mobility device where you can sword lunge off your ship and fly through the water, right? The sword lunge was meant for, for, for like some sort of an attack, Right, but it was not meant for a mobility piece. That was an exploit, but it became a feature. And sometimes, as we look at some of these things, until Rare makes a determination, which could be months or years down the line when this exploit exists, if it's going to be a feature or if it's going to be a bug that they patch out. If you have a competitive PvP system, you've got to make sure it's on lock. And Rare doesn't do that. They're not interested in that. They'll get to it when they get to it, but they're not interested in that. Silent boarding. Competitive PVP players view that as a skill set. They view it as a competitive advantage that if you know how to do it properly, you can silent board. Rare has on multiple times tried to patch this out. It comes back. They patch it out. comes back. They patch it out. This is a bug and an exploit. It is not a skill in the eyes of rare. Now, competitive PVP players may view that, but guess what? You're trying to create a competitive PVP system in a game where the developers don't support competitive PVP. So you can't complain about these features, which you view as skill 
if the developer views them as an exploit. I'm sorry. You've got to understand the mindset of the developer. And developers at Sea of Thieves, the people making the decision, does not view their game as a competitive PvP game. Action canceling. Some of this has been resolved. Bucket X cancel, shovel X cancel. Some of it still remains. Sprint X, sprint cancel on uh, on double gunning, loot sprinting. Those things are bugs slash exploits. Rare just hasn't came down and fixed them yet. Maybe they won't. Who knows? But I'm sure if they if they patch and deem and they may already deem sprint canceling uh, double gunning as an exploit. They just might not care enough to fix it right now, but you just wait just like boarding on harpoons, cannons, and map tables. One of these days they're going to slap a, a, another, um, action cancel, you know, thing in there might take out loot sprinting. It might take out uh, a sprint canceling on double gunning and the competitive community is going to lose their absolute mind. I don't blame them because rare takes forever to make decisions on this and actually fix these things. But again, if you look at the history of the game, rare is not here to build a competitive PVP game. That's not what they're trying to do. So they're going to remove things that they feel are unintended uses of bugged code that they deem needs to go. So don't be surprised if these things get gone. Don't write a letter to rare because You've had five years to understand that this is not a competitive PVP game. No matter how much you beg, plead, and cry, it is not a competitive PVP game. I enjoyed my time in the NAL. I know there's players out there who love Sea of Thieves and want it to be a competitive game. It is not a competitive game. You want to go play a competitive game? Apex Legends, Fortnite, Counter-Strike, Modern Warfare. Games which have official tournaments sponsored by and backed by and produced by the studios that make them. That is games that cater to exactly what this letter refers to. Skillful play and building skill sets. A difference between top tier players and everyone else. Sea of Thieves does not have that. You you can beg and plead and argue with me all you want that Sea of Thieves has that. No. No. The skill the skill sets that you're referring to, ladder juking, the window to the ladder bug, sprint canceling on guns, loot sprinting, silent boarding, sword lunging as a mobile thing even though that became a feature. Um, all those things could and will most likely be patched out at some point because sea of thieves is not a competitive PVP game. I can't wait for the day that ladder juking is passed, uh, is patched out. Can't wait for the day that window to ladder, um, the little juke through the window to the ladder is patched out. There is going to be rage among that small one to 2% of players, um, who are the competitive PVP players. And honestly, they just have to understand 
this is not the game. This is not the game. If you want competitive PvP and you want that consistency and everything, this is not the game. Because eventually, Rare will get to those things. Eventually, Rare will take action on those bugs. Eventually, Rare will take action on those exploits. And eventually, you will not be able to do them anymore. Because they were not intended. And I understand on the other side, devil's advocate, I understand on the competitive PVP player side, they don't know rare's intent, right? They play the game. They find these skill things that they work on and they perfect over time practicing. And then all of a sudden they have this for uh, weeks, months, in some cases years, and they get really good at it and then it's gone and they get upset. And I understand, I get it. You took my candy away. You took my ice cream away. You took my cheesecake away. I get it. I understand why you're mad. I can't, I can't defend rare in this because they allowed it to get to this point. They allowed it to get to the point where people are writing letters like this to them. They allow it because they allow these bugs and unintended features to last for way too long without taking action. I've talked I talked about it in previous episodes. Rare needs to do a better job of getting on these exploits, getting on these unintended fixes and getting them fixed not years down the line, not months down the line, within the month of it being identified to make sure that players don't view this as a new skill to master, but they view it as, oh, that was an unintended thing. You know, I'm glad I didn't spend time practicing it, right? But at the end of the day, these players need to understand, and I know it hurts. I get it. There's probably people who listen to this show who are in this community of competitive PVPers. And I hope that things like Race of Legends, Sea of Vengeance, I hope LD continues to work on um, his his really cool, really fun um, um, events that he does. I really, really hope he does because I think they're great um, for Twitch. I think they're great for Sea of Thieves. I think they're great. But Sea of Thieves is never going to develop for competitive behavior. They're never going to develop for this game to be in, in any sort of arena like League of Legends, Counter-Strike, Apex. It's not a competitive PvP game. That's not in their design. I hope new community people come up with new ideas for fun community ways to enjoy this game in any way they can. But please, for God's sake, don't get attached to any sort of feature that you see in this game that you may think, huh, this might get patched out. Do it as long as Rare's not, you know, posting that it's against the rules. As long as they're not doing that, keep doing it. Work on that skill. But again, don't be surprised if that skill gets removed down the road. 
So again, I think it's a great written letter. Um, I think that the, their heart's in the right place, but their mind isn't. And the mind is you have to look back over the past five years of Sea of Thieves and understand they have never backed competitive PvP. They've provided some prize support, but they've never backed it officially. They had the arena, which was their opportunity to actually make Sea of Thieves an e- uh, Sea of Thieves an esport, and they they didn't, and they killed off the arena. And the groups who currently do um, any sort of competitive mode, may it be competitive PvP or something like Race of Legends, they don't give those folks the tools such as spectator mode and things like that in order to facilitate their particular competition at the highest level that esports requires. And that should tell you everything that Rare does not now nor has ever intended for this game to be a competitive PvP game. Get over it. Move on. Play the game and enjoy your events because you enjoy them. You enjoy the people you play with. But at the end of the day, read the writing on the wall. It's never going to happen. Rare is never going to develop this game into a competitive PvP game. Or even a competitive PvP mode. It's just not happening. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you're enjoying Season 9. I am thoroughly enjoying Season 9. Please do again, subscribe to the YouTube, leave me a comment, drop me a tweet, join the Discord, however you want to get in hold of me. I try to respond to everything the best that I can. Shoot me an email. I don't care. I try to get back to people as best I can, but thank you very much. And until next time, take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you next week on Pirate Talk Radio.